From my dining table or my living room couch, and sometimes even my bedroom, this is Soon to Be Esquire, the podcast. I'm your host, Madison Tory. Oh my goodness, y'all. I'm so excited to be coming to you all with another episode of the podcast. However, you know, these past two weeks have been rough. There's been some disruption. I feel like like I'm all over the place. Still, there's so many questions that I need answered. It's just, uh, it's a lot, y'all. But anyways, the most important thing is I'm safe. My family's safe. And that's all that matters to me right now. My friends are safe. And so that's all I could ask for really at the end of it. But let's get into this episode, y'all. So Thank y'all for tuning in. This is season three, episode two of Soon to Be Esquire, the podcast. And I'm, like I said, so excited to be coming with you all with another episode. I apologize in advance that I think my mood is slightly lower. I'm not coming to y'all with the same energy that I typically would. But um, yeah, my energy just has not been the same since Hurricane Ida came. Um, For those of you who are listening and who maybe haven't been checking out the news um, as pertaining to Southeast Louisiana and other areas of the Gulf Coast, there was a hurricane that landed on Sunday on Southeast Louisiana as well as the Gulf Coast. Um, And it really hit hard on some communities. Thankfully, not as bad as Hurricane Katrina to the city of New Orleans, Um, but in other areas, um, there's some devastating losses and people suffering in in those communities, which is very sad. Um, But basically what happened was we had, I started my first week of classes, you know, I was so excited and I released a podcast episode. I was telling you guys about everything I was looking forward to, everything that happened during that week. I was I was kind of getting 1L deja vu because I was so exhausted from that first week, especially that first day. Um, you know, hearing back from my professors, seeing people again, amazing. It was beautiful. I was liking the energy, still obviously kind of adjusting to uh, being remote for the past year and a half. And then coming back to in-person, but, you know, with a few adjustments. And so I was talking about that in that last podcast episode, but then also how it feels as a 3L now with what I called like a 3L perspective. And um, it just, y'all, I feel... (laughs) This podcast, this episode, I'm going to try to make it as positive as possible, truly. Um, But I'm not going to lie. It just seems like once the hurricane hit a week afterwards, so this past weekend, it just felt like my entire law school experience had been, they just, I don't know, the weather (laughs) um, has been, everything has just been throwing things at law students, students in general, left, right, forwards, backwards, everywhere. It's been throwing us in for a whirlwind. And um, I just feel like I have not had a normal 
law school experience. I mean, just because obviously there are some advantages to being in person. You know, it makes sense to have that interaction with people to make sure that you are present, you're being productive, you're participating, you're being attentive. All of those things are so important, especially when you're in person. And when you have this online format, it's a bit different. Of course, there's flexibility, which is amazing. You can adjust it to your schedule. All of these things are great. Um, But law school is not meant um, to be like that. So, you know, adjusting to have having everything online and being remote and then adjusting back to being in person, but then having a whole hurricane (laughs) interrupt after just the first week of classes. And it was crazy, y'all. So I was having a good time. It was Thursday night. Me and our friends, there's one L's, two L's, and three L's there. We're having a great time at um, this bar down the street or a few blocks away from the law school or whatever. We're having a good time connecting. Um, we're eating chocolate chip cookies and stuff. Shout out to Insomnia Cookies. That is across the street. Um, but and at at the at the bar, we're all talking. And they're like, hey, is anyone evacuating this and that? I'm new to the area, you know, from up north or even out west. So I'm not used to hurricanes, da 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 da, this and that. And, you know, everyone who's from New Orleans or has been here for the past three to seven years or whatever, um, we've all been saying, oh, no, it's fine. It's a tropical storm because that's how it started, you know, just tropical storm Ida. And we were like, no, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. Just, you know, obviously stay indoors. Make sure you have some food with you. Make sure your um, phones, laptops, whatever it is, is charged up. Charge your portable chargers. Make sure you're good to go. Um, And then Friday hit. And they're like, okay, it's a Category 2 now. We're like, hmm, Category 2 hurricane. Not a tropical storm anymore, y'all. Not a tropical storm anymore. It is now a hurricane. And, you know, from Florida, the panhandle, we get hurricanes like crazy. So I was just like, okay, I'm still not worried about worried about it. It's fine. Um, because, I mean, what, growing up there, I was just like, all right, whatever. You know, we'll board up the windows and doors and stuff. We'll be fine. We got our food. Um, but we would kick it at home. <laughs> we would have a good time during the hurricanes. Um, just chilling, not worried too much about things just because we were always so fortunate, but because we also had that experience experience of dealing with storms, um, hurricanes. And so, yeah, hearing that it was a category two, I'm like, okay, no, I'm fine. You know, I'm going to stay here. It's going to be fine. Um, then later in the day on Friday, they said category three. And then that's when I started, you know, calling my dad and stuff. I was like, Hey, I'm saying it's a category three now. I'm not sure what I want to do. And then I got texts from my friends and stuff like, hey, I'm checking in. Are you evacuating or not? What's going on? My mom wanted to check in on you. What's up? Um, so that's when I started to get a bit more worried. And then I also was I was texting my friends asking what they were doing. Um, like, hey, are, do you, have y'all evacuated yet? Are you having plans to evacuate? And at least 50% of my friends who are, you know, in the New Orleans area, they're like, yeah, no, we're gone. We are, we left earlier today. Da, 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 da. We're out of here. 
Uh, I probably honestly should have left on Friday. <laughs> I did not do that. I should have left on Friday, be- mainly because of the traffic. Um, the traffic was terrible the next day, Saturday. Um, that's when they're like, oh, it is a category four. So Friday, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait to see what, if it's going to die down. Because I was just still thinking like, okay, no worries. I'm sure things are going to calm down a bit. I think, um, you know, the weather channel, they're going to be like, okay, we're back down to category two. So if you are staying in the area, make sure, you know, you get everything you need to do. Stay indoors for the entire weekend, obviously. Um, You'll lose power, but it'll be back on shortly. That's what I was expecting. Um, Just as the day went on on Friday, that was not the news that was coming. And they were just like, yeah, no, if you can evacuate, evacuate. And then the mayor was also saying, you know, it's we would love to issue a mandatory evacuation, but there's not enough time. It's too late at this point, which is also another scary thought. So me, me sitting there watching the news um, with all of these things going on, knowing that most of my friends basically already left, um, that it increased from a tropical storm all the way to a category four hurricane, um, to watching all of this stuff on the news of them saying, hey, sorry, it's actually too late now to issue a mandatory evacuation because the roads on the interstate would be way too backed up and we wouldn't want to have people on the interstate in their cars while the storm is going on. Obviously, that makes sense. Um, And then not getting the news that I thought I was going to get of it being categorized as a Category 4 instead of it decreasing back down to a category two. Um, so all of these things, you know, racing through my mind, I'm just on, back and forth on the phone with my dad and some of my sisters and then Joshua and my friends like, hey, okay, so I think this is what I'm going to do. But then also my uncle, like, hey, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, da, 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 da. I think I'm going to wait it out. I know I'm just, gonna, I'll wait until Saturday to see what I do. Saturday morning comes, still a category four. I'm like, great, this is fantastic. So I just, I call up, you know, the fam. I'm like, hey, I'm going to come home. I'm like, all right, I should be there within five hours, five to six, no more than six hours. I'm thinking in my head, even with the traffic, because the traffic was bad, y'all. The traffic was very bad. I'm thinking it should not be more than six hours. But oh let me let me slow down a bit. So as this is going on, Thursday night we get emails or we get a notification from our school saying, hey, classes are canceled on Fridays uh, on Friday. The law school we already don't have classes on Fridays, but um it was after a certain time. So after like three three PM classes were canceled for Fridays on Fridays. That mainly pertained to the main campus. Um So that didn't really affect us at all. But um, Friday came along and they said, okay, Monday classes, we're going to cancel those. Saturday comes along. They say, okay, Monday and Tuesday, we're going to cancel. Y'all, Sunday comes along. They cancel the entire week. That entire week. The, The second week of classes that we are supposed to have is canceled. And so in my mind, I'm already like, okay. I planned on, if I was going to leave Saturday, I planned on coming back 
on Sunday, y'all. I was like, just going to stay the night, drive back on Sunday. Even I was like, okay, well, fine. Since they canceled Monday, they canceled Tuesday. I'll even drive back on Tuesday. I only packed enough for that stuff, y'all. I only packed enough for that stuff. And I'm not sure if I told y'all, um, I am, I was driving a rental car at that time since I got back from Dallas to New Orleans because I got, you know, in a car accident in May, so much fun before Mother's Day. Um, and it finally was just getting fixed as I was coming back. Oh, y'all, it's a mess. But, um, so I didn't have my car and I wanted to drive to Dallas um, because I originally had a flight for Labor Day weekend to come out here, um, to see Joshua. But so I was like, okay, you know what? It's fine. I'll evacuate to Dallas. But looking on the news, there was no way that I could get to Texas in what I would think would be safely enough. Um, at least that long on the road. I would, I would, it wasn't comfortable being that long on the road, like at least 13 hours to 18 hours on the road, which should just originally typically be seven hours traveling from New Orleans to Dallas. Like, okay, that's, that's a, that's a long time. Um, and so once I heard my friends from New Orleans to Houston, it took them just 13 hours. That's when I realized, okay, so Dallas is currently out of the option, but also on the news, Traveling on the I-10 West was just not a good idea. It was the way it was backed up. It just was not pretty. So I knew I only could go back home to Florida um, on I-10 East. Um, That was backed up as well. Not as bad as I-10 West, though. So I knew that if I was going to evacuate, it would have to be to Florida. Now, I don't know who, I mean, I do know who listens. It's a majority college students, pre-law students, um, and current law students. I, I know those are my, a majority of my listeners. Shout out to y'all. Um, so y'all are going to understand when I say I didn't necessarily want to go home for from Saturday to Tuesday or even from Saturday to a week for an entire week because, I mean, my family is there. I love them. But, you know, when you start living... <laughs> When you start living on your own, it's a bit different when you come home and stuff. And it's like, oh, goodness. And plus, I don't have a room there anymore. My room is gone. Okay. So it's like, I need my own space and all this stuff. And that just was not, that's not going to happen. So um, <laughs> I was not so excited about how long I was going to spend there. But anyway, so Saturday I'm leaving after I hear the law school's canceling Monday and Tuesday classes. I'm like, okay, I'll leave. I only pack enough, y'all, for five days. And the clothes I'm packing (laughs) that I packed, um, they're meant to be seen inside a house, not outside a house. (laughs) They're not meant to be seen outside your home, okay? I mean, I'm talking about these are comfortable clothes. And I mean, I probably, I packed like one, it's like a t-shirt dress. That was fine. If I needed to obviously go to the grocery store or whatever, that was fine. Um, I wasn't too stressed about that, you know, if I needed to go somewhere. But when you start needing to go somewhere almost every other day, you're back home. It's like, okay, how many times can I wash this dress? (laughs) 
<laughs> How many times? So I had to borrow my big sis and my little sister's clothes. Shout out to y'all. Um, quite often. And so that was, oh God, that was fantastic. But anyways, um, so yeah, I only packed a bit. And I, the clothes and the things I did pack were meant, like I said, to be seen, kept inside. So, but thankfully I, I packed my textbooks because I mean, the Saturday I was still thinking I have my Wednesday classes and my Thursday classes. Um, so I need to make sure I have everything for that. So I did bring my textbooks. Um, I brought my planner, I brought basic, basically all of my school stuff, except for a few things. I brought some of the documents I needed for my externship so I could continue working remotely for that. Um, and, and yeah, that, that was it. (laughs) And at this point I had a hair appointment (laughs) for that weekend. Okay. Clearly that hair appointment got canceled. And so all I brought with me because I still thought that I could come back that weekend. Uh, bless my, bless my heart, bless my soul. Um, so I only brought a brush with me, like one of those bristle brushes. And my hair has been in like a ponytail this entire time, y'all. Oh, my gosh. But um, anyway, so I am driving finally from the city onto the I-10 East. The way the roads are backed up, y'all. Oh, my gosh. It is... it. It was ridiculous trying to get home. Normally getting back home, it, it's four hours. It's like four hours, three and a half to four hours. And I was thinking, like I said earlier, in my head, it's only going to be six max. I was like, six max, cool. All right. Um, I know where I'm going. I know some of these back roads, cool. Six max, even with the traffic considered. I would love for you if y'all could guess. Oh my gosh, how long it took me. It took me almost nine hours, almost nine hours to get back home. What's typically a three and a half to four hour drive took me nine hours. So me thinking that when I finally got home, I'm like, thank God I did not go to Texas because if I did, I honestly would have thought that I would be stuck on that road um, come Sunday morning, like extremely early Sunday morning, even at five or whatever. But also, I mean, I'm in a rental car. I'm not trying to mess that thing up. If I was in my own car, I think I'd have a bit more flexibility of like, okay, you know what? Uh, it's raining. I, I know the way my car works. I know the way my car feels with this rental car. I was just expecting it to, to use it like two weeks on the roads of New Orleans and not on the interstate, um, headed for, you know, a longer distance. Um, so with that in mind, you know, I had to think of all of these other things, all these variables, I guess you can say. But so I finally almost actually get to I-10. The way it was backed up, I was like, okay, now whatever. So I go up 65, And I'm on 65. Oh, wait, was it 65 or was it 53? Whatever. Anyways, I go up north instead of east. (laughs) I go up north and then I go east. That's parallel to I-10. And I take these other back roads and I tried to take a different back road my dad told me to take. 
But once I finally get to that back road, the police told everyone to like turn around and go back um, to the interstate that's headed up north, north or south or whatever, because there were too many cars already congested there. It was just ridiculous. So then I had to travel back that way, which was oh so much fun, which, you know, obviously added to my time. I think if I didn't have to keep turning back around, it would have been like eight hours, which is still a long time. Um, So I go up a bit more north and then I finally go east and then I can finally go down south on 65 to finally get onto I-10 east in like the Mobile area. And in my head, once again, (laughs) I really should like turn the radio on to like news channels or something so I, I can get a better expectation so I can set my expectations, I should say. Um... But as I finally get to the I-10, the way the traffic was also set up, not as bad as how um, it was earlier, but still that bumper-to-bumper traffic in Mobile, Alabama. And I was just really surprised because I would have thought that more people from Louisiana. And when I tell you bumper to bumper, like all of the license plates that were bumper to bumper said Louisiana. All of them. All of them said Louisiana. And I just expected, I guess, more New Orleans residents to go further up north to in Alabama um, rather than to Florida, to be honest. I wasn't expecting them a, a lot of them to go that way basically to do what I was doing. Um, so then I had to wait in that traffic and finally got to, um, Florida, got off on the exit, finally made my way home. Um, it was just a long, a long, long day. And I only made one food stop. So I was hangry. I was so hangry, but yeah, it took me nine hours to finally get home. And when I was there, the next day, Sunday, got the news that classes were going to be canceled for the week. And that's when I kind of panicked a bit more. And I was more like, more so scared for like my families that decided to stay in the area because I wanted to make sure that they were okay and nothing happened to them or even, you know, houses and homes um, that have been in the family. And so... When I say I brought my school stuff, that was the furthest thing from my mind at the moment. Basically, for that entire first week, school was like the last thing I was even considering, the last thing I was thinking about, because all I was considering was making adjustments for whenever, kind of for whenever we were going to come back, in a way, just more so of like, all right, now I'm going to have to start this process again, more so, all right, how am I going to get back? to New Orleans, how, when can I go back? It really was the big question. The big question was, when can we go back? When is it safe? Um, because the power was out. And the, we just got power Wednesday of this week, this Wednesday, September 8th, is when power came back. And yeah, I just, I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be wild. And some of the pictures I was seeing, some of my friends' homes, I just, I just wanted to know when, what, where do we go from here? When is it safe to come back? Is all I thought about 
for the this first week um, that everything happened. And so, or I guess I'll, ta- I'll just call it the second week that classes were supposed to happen. Um, and, and this current week, I guess, is the week, is the third week that classes were supposed to have taken place. So the week of, um, the second week that classes were supposed to happen, like I said, the only thing that I was thinking about was friends, family, when is it safe to go back to the city? Um, and just kind of scheduling time as to, okay, now I have to cancel flights to and from Dallas. I have to figure out my, this rental car thing. I need to make sure that my car wasn't flooded. <laughs> Ugh. And all of these amazing things. Um, so once I kind of figured out, which I didn't even get to really figure out until this week, this current week, um, that the third week of classes was supposed to have taken place. Um, all of those things kind of, my stress kind of started to relieve, to release a bit, but I kind of also got a bit more worked up because we were getting back and forth messages from the law school. And I've said in several previous episodes, I love my law school so much, but in times like this with this hurricane, and then also when the pandemic happened, we we just got so many mixed messages about what's actually happening, what's not going to happen. Um, but I will say, I'm going to say shout out to Tulane and Tulane's Law School because they just came straight out saying, you know what, y'all, we are going to cancel classes for these next two weeks. We're going to resume on September 13th and we will be, we'll resume on September 13th virtually and we'll be back in person. I think they said, October 3rd or something like that, October 2nd or October 3rd. Um, and they just, they were like clear cut, cut, no matter what we understand students who live in the city, we understand their circumstances. We know that also financial aid, um, some of the, the aid that students were supposed to receive when it came to rent, groceries, all of those things that wasn't released yet, uh, at least at Loyola. And so the day it was supposed to be released is when every, all the power and stuff shut down. Um, so Tulane, with having all of this knowledge and having sympathy, compassion, and understanding, they were just like, okay, yeah, we understand that every student's situation is different. We're not going to put the pressure on them saying, you have to be back in person ASAP. Um, because some students wouldn't be able to do that. Um, obviously Loyola made accommodations for students who were on campus or who don't currently have any housing at this point. Um, but I will say I was disappointed and I wish that there would have been kind of a statement similar to Tulane earlier on. Cause we just, basically there was just an email that we got saying, okay, the main campus actually said, First, these next two weeks are going to be canceled. September 13th, we're going to be online. But the week after the 13th, we are going to need y'all to be in person. What, that, the week of the 19th? I think? No, the 20th. September 20th, people need to be um, back on campus and in person again. Luckily for the law school, um, they said, yeah, that's not going to work. So we're going to make 
cancel the next two weeks of classes, September 13th. And the next week um, will be virtual. And then on the 27th, we'll be back in person. But, you know, obviously accommodations will be made as, you know, the main campus did say. But I just wish that we could have gotten that message so much earlier on rather than, you know, the school waiting and them saying like, okay, well, we want to wait until see when we can get power, when most of the city and most of the parishes get power, just because we were all waiting on that. And that took at least a week. And so we didn't hear until like what this past weekend that things were kind of just they just got finalized and it just would have been so reassuring and taken like a load off of the students back to know just like okay look these are the dates we're going to go with this should be a good chunk of time for everyone to get their situation together um like Tulane did but you know pros and cons to everything still blessed and lucky to be a part of this this law school community because I will say we've rallied behind each other, especially the students checking in on each other, buying each other bus tickets and flights, um, staying at each other's places and getting each other's meal, getting each other food um, and resources that we need. So, shout out to Loyola Law students for for doing the thing. But yeah, so like that's basically has been my. <sighs> my mess of a mind these past two weeks, really that, that, um, this previous week when everything kind of happened, but going into this next week, I'm just hoping for more organization, um, with myself because also because, um, I, you know, looking at the syllabus and stuff, I'm like, oh gosh, this is due, that is due. Obviously, everything has been pushed back. Dates have been re- have been rearranged. Um, but because we finished that first week, and I already didn't necessarily feel overwhelmed, but it definitely kind of felt like, you know, one L deja vu all over again. I don't want to feel like I'm kind of behind in a way, just in the fact that that first week happened these past two weeks nothing has happened in the sense of like I haven't done anything with law school and now I'm supposed to jump back in it again for the rest of the semester so that's going to be a bit different I don't know what my feelings are going to be on that I think I'm definitely going to document the first day back so September 13th if you follow the Instagram um, be sure to check out the Instagram story to see kind of what my thoughts are. I'm also gonna going to do a pink desk talk about more so of my feelings about this, an update about the soon to be Esquire brunch, um, all of these things, and hopefully provide some type of joy (laughs) for everyone. I honestly, y'all, I hope this episode was not too much of a Debbie Downer. Um, Like I said, I hope I was able to provide something positive and just by sharing my experiences, I want to be as truthful as possible. Um, And like I said, going to this next week, I think all I can do is just hope for the best. Hope that I 
won't have these the stress or this fear of being behind or whatever. Um, I want to enjoy the rest of my 3L year because that's what I said basically three, two, two and a half, three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago. Oh my gosh. Well, the episode aired two weeks ago, but that's how I felt three weeks ago. Um, the beginning of classes. But I truly want to enjoy this year. And um, when I said that was my 3L perspective, I think because of the way Hurricane Ida impacted the community, it's going to shift a bit into, of course, I'm going to be enjoying my 3L year, but I want to make sure I am supporting those who need it, like around me. I I know I, I did not explain that probably in the best way, but I just want to do my part in my community is basically what I am saying, along with enjoying my 3L year, because that is something that I do enjoy doing. So make sure you guys are sharing resources, you are sharing prayer, you're sharing love to those in Southeast Louisiana, um, along the Gulf Coast as well. People, the communities need it. So Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Soon to Be Esquire. Be sure to check out the Instagram page. I shared some updates about some of the things that I mentioned. Um, Be sure to look out for the next Pink Desktop. And it has been a pleasure speaking with y'all today. Have a good one.